There we go. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> so excited that y'all are joining us this evening. Um, it feels really, really good to see y'all's faces. Like, I haven't seen some of you guys' faces since August. And so I am so excited to be back in this community, in this space with you all. So I just want to say, um, I know it's been a minute, but we got some really exciting, but also very important information to share with you all. And so, like I said, we are recording this. So if you feel like you have a lot of information to take in tonight, don't worry. You can go back and listen to the recording or you can always uh, reach out to any one of us. We'll put our contact information in there. Um, we also have some familiar faces or new to you faces that you may not um, have been introduced to. And so before we get started, I would like to introduce our guests that we have. Um, so I'll call on you, let the people know who you are, what it is that you do. And yeah, uh, so firstly, uh, Ellie Hawk. Hi everyone, I'm Ellie. I'm the program associate for the Office of Student Success and Transition. So if you have emailed firstyear at berea.edu or emailed SST at berea.edu, chances are you got an email from me. So I'm looking forward to um, getting to talk to you guys a little bit tonight and also hopefully get to know you all a little bit better when you come to campus, if you choose to come to campus in January. Thank you, Ellie. Um, Hannah Tolliver. Hello everyone, my name is Hannah Tolliver, just like Ty said. Um, I have served in the role as Assistant Director of Housing. Um, so what that means is if you choose to come to campus and you're staying in the residence hall, you are looking at, at our team. Um, we, yeah, we, we like to try to make the residence halls uh, a fun, kind of exciting home away from home. Thank you, Hannah. Mr. Collis Robinson. All right, good evening, everybody. Collis Robinson, uh, happy to be here and glad to see you all as well. Um, I serve as the Associate Dean in Student Life. So as Hannah said, um, we really look forward, if you decide to come to campus, to um, inviting you to campus and making the halls home away from home. And last, but certainly not least, Dr. Chris Lakes. Hey everybody, Chris Lakes. I'm in the um, director in the Office of Student Success and Transition. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm on the road. Uh, we we're on our way up to Lexington, and so I called Ty just before and said, "Can I do this uh, from my phone in the car?" And he gave me permission to do so. Ty, I really appreciate it. So sorry, I'm on the move, but uh, really happy to see you guys, um, and really anxious to get to work with you guys a little bit more soon. Thank you. So I just wanted you guys to know who you're actually going to be hearing from tonight. Uh, and so let me give the layout, right? So of course, as you know, whenever we do our Zoom sessions, we like this layout. It's very informal, uh, conversational, and we love that. We love student interaction and engagement. And so if you guys have any questions at any point, feel free to uh, put it in the chat and Ellie's going to be monitoring the chat. We'll make sure that we get to your questions. Of course, we'll have a time at the end, uh, but I know that we're going to give you a lot of good information that we may go ahead and answer your question before the time comes. Um, and so I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Dr. Chris Lakes, who's going to talk about some of the options that you guys have for the education in the spring. And then we'll toss it over to Collis Robinson, who's going to talk about what it means to be on campus and some things that you may have heard from some friends. I know y'all are in the Berea College Facebook group and things like that, but we want to give you the real so that you can make an informed decision about what is it like to actually have to wear your mask all the time on campus or what are some of the policies that are going on 
And what are these measures that are taken so extreme that they're in place to make sure that we have a low number of cases and things of that sort? And then we'll turn it over to Hannah, who's gonna give you guys some really useful information about, okay, so you've decided to come in the spring, here's what it looks like. Arrival dates, testing policies, and things of that sort. And then we'll toss it over to my girl, Ellie, over here, because she's my right hand. We are in this together. Like she said, she's the one that's over here making sure that you guys get the appropriate information that you guys need whenever y'all are emailing our office. And so we want to make sure that you guys know about the important forms, because sometimes we know that things kind of fall under the radar, but you guys have a really unique opportunity to make sure that you guys are not going to have anything that goes under the radar, because Ellie's going to make sure we get you guys together. And then we'll end with the Q&A portion. So that's kind of the layout. Um, and of course, we'll go as long as we have questions. So over to you, Dr. Lakes. Yeah, thanks, Ty. And if if my internet goes in and out a little bit or if I become laggy, uh, Ty, just give me a heads up and I can repeat anything I need to. So things have been going really well on campus. Um, we've really had a low number of, of cases and issues. Uh, students have seemed pretty engaged. And so, you know, we're anxious to get you guys on campus, uh, but we still understand that it's a, it's a big decision for you as students uh, who asked to defer to the spring term. So next month in October, I guess really just, you know, starting very soon is the month of October. Um, we're gonna ask you guys to do the same kind of thing that you did heading into the fall term, which is to complete a student agreement, really letting us know what your intentions are for the spring term. Uh, you're really going to have three options. One of those options is I plan to join Berea College, the Berea College community on campus in the spring. That would mean that you're going to come to campus in January. Um, Ty and Ellie and Hannah and others will talk about what the dates are and move in and all that stuff. But you would be indicating I am planning to come to Berea College in the spring. So that's option A. Option B would be that you wish to apply to defer for the or to the fall of 2021. So that would be you saying, you know, I'm still not feeling it. Um, I've decided that I'm going to wait until the spring of, or the fall of 2021 to join Berea College on campus. That would, I say apply, we've actually in our enrollment policies committee, we've been going back and forth on that language. We want you at Berea College, we want you to be there, but we probably would ask you to just put a little bit of a statement about what it is your, you know, your reasoning for deferring to the fall term. And we would have to look at things like financial aid eligibility and your grades from any community college classes that you've taken or whatnot. But you will have the option of asking to defer to the fall 2021. And then the third option, option C would be, I don't plan on attending Berea College at all. That's really just so that we'll know. We know that sometimes plans change. We want you to be Berea College students. We want you to be with us. Um, but we also wanna know if you decided to go somewhere else. So um, option A will be, going to be on campus in the spring. Option B will be, um, I would like to defer to the next fall term. And then option C will be, I don't plan on coming to Berea. That's going to be coming out later, um, probably next week. Uh, and you're going to have until October 16th to make that decision. So last time we gave you about 10 days to do that, we'll probably give you about 10 days this time. October 16th will be the day that you need to let us know what your intentions are for the spring term. So I'm happy to take any questions at the end. I say let's go ahead, Ty, and get information from um, Collis and Hannah and others about move-in, what that's going to look like, what the restrictions are going to continue to look like, and then I'd be happy to answer any questions that you guys have. 
sounds good to me. So, Collis, you're on deck. <laughs> All right, um, I'm back. And so uh, I'm just going to share with you a little bit about the expectation and agreement. Um, as Dr. Lake said, you will have to sign a student agreement, just like what we expected students to do in the fall. So before I kind of go through it, because it's not the most exciting uh, thing to present or talk about, I just want to kind of say um, a few things. One, know that we care about everyone's safety. Um, and this is why Berea College has put the policies in place. Know that the pandemic is disrupting everybody's lives. So all of us are feeling the change and the disruption. So know that you're not alone in that. Um, our goal is we want everyone to succeed regardless of what decision um, you make. And so know that we're kind of keeping that at the forefront. Um, we have to work together to meet the standards of our commitments um, because this is a challenge. The pandemic does create a challenge. Um, and know that we're all in this together. So as I talk about these expectations, it is expected that students would come to campus and give their best. And their best would be from day one. So one of the expectations would be so social distancing. I hope that each of you are practicing that right where you are right now, um, because we're still in a pandemic, not just at Berea, but everywhere. Um, you will be expected to wear your mask indoors and outdoors. And in fact, students are expected to have on their mask at all times, unless they're in their residence hall, um, in their room. And so even when you're in your hall roaming about, you still have to have your mask on, but when you're in your room, and it's just you and your roommate, then you are able to, to not have your mask on. Um, you would want to, you know, on campus, we would still follow those same guidelines of washing your hands, wearing your mask, socially distance. Um, same thing when we look at activities and the gatherings that are taking place on campus, many of those things will be online and there are restrictions on leaving campus. So I would really share with each of you, um, if you're planning to come in the spring, really plan around that, even your doctor's appointments or things like that, unless it's urgent, of course, we definitely will work with students if there's a medical concern. Um, but try to keep all of that in account. So if you say, hey, um, in February, my brother or sister is gonna get married, can I go? Um, I will let you know because of the processes that, that are in place and the, the um, policies that we have, you would not, you know, that would not be something that would be seen as something that's needed. So again, I would take all of that into account as you're thinking through, do I go back uh, in the spring or do I defer? Um, restrictions on leaving campus in the city limits of Berea as well. So if you are local to the Berea area, that includes you as well. So even if you come to the college for spring, and you know people in the local area, you can't just go and stay overnight or continually visit people um, in the local area either. Um, same thing on restrictions on cars. So no one should be bringing a car to campus unless they're approved. And typically uh, with first year students, um, you would not uh, have that approval unless you were 500 miles or so away um, from the college. So that's a little bit about the expectation um, the agreement, again, will be in place, and this is a challenge for us all, but do know that the college, um, as Dr. Lakes and Tosh shared, we've had great success for the fall. Our numbers are low, and I would really credit that to the students and to the community.
community and how well everyone um, is wearing their mask and we're trying to be precautious and um, really taking those safety measures seriously. Um, so the last thing I would say there is do know that students who do um, break you know, these policies, some of them are being suspended. You know, and I'm not saying that to scare you, but I'm really sharing that with you so that you're aware, that you know that, hey, at Berea College, if I decide to return, the COVID guidelines are really serious and they're gonna be taken serious. And so I would encourage each of you, if you're not wearing a mask and you and as it gets closer to that time, if you decide to come back, I would get in the habit of wearing that mask because it's definitely the culture and the norm on campus. So right now you see me without a mask, but that's because I'm in my office uh, with my door closed. And the minute I step out of my office, here's my mask right here, just put it on and I'm able to, to proceed. Um, and so now I'll talk just a little bit about our testing plan as well. So every student, even those that, that are currently here, when they come back in the spring, we're gonna have to go through our testing procedure again. So every student is asked to bring a negative COVID test with them to campus and they also we also then five to seven days after students arrive we tested everyone again as well so do know that that testing plan you'll learn more about it i won't bore us tonight by going through every little detail about it but do expect that there would be a testing policy in place and you should be prepared uh, to have a COVID test before coming to the uh, college campus and I think that pretty much covers it right now on the expectations and the testing piece. Um, we do have quarantine protocol as well. So do know that you're in safe hands. Um, if you need to be quarantined, we have a, a great process and we're also working with uh, White House Clinic, our healthcare provider as well. So I'll stop there and I look forward to any questions that you all might have at the end. Thank you, Collis. Um, and we'll keep it moving because this is in conjunction with that. So Hannah, I'll turn it over to you. Thank you, Ty, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, so I'm just gonna talk a little bit about housing specific and, and what the residence halls will be like um, for you if you choose to come to campus. Um, I guess the, the first big question that everybody asks me is, can I pick my roommate? Um, and the answer to that is if this is going to be your first semester on campus, you cannot choose your roommate. We will place you um, as, as we can kind of per a COVID mitigation strategy. Um, you should plan on having a roommate. You will be assigned a roommate. Um, and we, we do have first year residence halls, you know, so you'll be, you'll be with other folks who this is your, their first year on, on Bria's campus. Um, move in. Uh, Ty mentioned that I would mention some dates. I think we're, we're shooting for move in to be kind of the January 8th, January 13th window with more specifics on the exact day and time or the exact windows that will be available for you all for move in. Um, and those, uh, those specific slots, what happens for move in um, is everybody, you sign up for the specific day and specific time out of you know a couple days that we give you to sign to choose from um, you sign up for those and then you have to arrive within that window and when you arrive you bring your like Collis mentioned your uh, negative test with you and you show that to um, White House Clinic and then from there we give you the the green light to go ahead and move into the residence halls and you only have 90 minutes in the residence hall with two guests to move in um, and then after the 90 minutes is over um, your guests can no longer be in the residence hall. 
Um, so if your parents come to move you in or a close family member or friend, um, you do have to kind of plan, plan accordingly to like show up, execute the move in and then move along. Um, the, the other kind of interesting part about our move in too um, is that we, once you're cleared for move in, we, we are able to provide a pretty contact minimal um, check-in. We're not like going to your room with you as the RA, we just kind of hand you what you need. Um, we have you sign um, on your phone, you know, for your, your room condition um, and then you're good to go. So that's a little bit about move in. Um, and, and Carlos mentioned a few things about lifestyle, but I do just want to hit on a few um, some of our students today, we had a meeting um, and we were asking them what was surprising to them. And so we have a few pro tips from people who are here about what was surprising about their lifestyle um, this semester. So um, one surprising point was that once you're here, you have to really stay here. Um, you have to sleep in your room. You cannot, you can't go sleep in a friend's room in the residence halls. You can't go sleep in a friend's house off campus. Like you can't go home. Once you're here, you have to stay. Um, so just make a mental note there. And then um, another kind of surprise for some of our students um, is that, that you can only have one guest in your room at a time. So there's no like bringing all five of your friends over to your room. You kind of have to plan on your room is your space. You can have one friend over. Um, at a time. Um, some good things is that we do provide shuttles. Um, so if you need to go pick up some groceries from Walmart, things like that within your residence hall, uh, we have we have that built in. You can sign up for a shuttle um, that'll take you to Walmart to get what you need. Um, and the shuttles work only within kind of the Berea city limits. Um, and you can also, I mean, you can get out, you can go for a bike ride, you can go for a walk around town, you can kind of get out and get some fresh air. You're not bound to campus, but you are, you have to be here and you have to sleep in your room. Um, and if you all have any questions about that, we're happy to answer. Um, but I do think that one of my favorite quotes though was, you know, all the rules are a lot, but it, it really is okay here too. Like, it's kind of fun. It's nice to be around your friends. We're having a great time. Um, so you just have to commit to kind of this new lifestyle. But, all right, thank you so much, it's lab. Thank you, Hannah. And I really appreciate you sharing that because y'all, it's it's weird, it's scary, right? Like you're not here, so you only have to go off the word of mouth of what the other people have said. But once you're here, it really is this, we're a family, like, and I know people tell you that all the time, but the students and staff and faculty were all going through it together, right? And so, yes, as they said, there's a lot of rules, but it's because we care, we wanna keep everyone safe. And so it's nice to see that students understand that. Um, and so, yeah, just know that you're not alone. You're not crazy for thinking that's a little intense. It is, and we recognize that. <laughs> um, okay, and Ellie, because Ellie has some really important information to share with y'all, so I wanna make sure that y'all get this. So Ellie, I'll toss it over to you. Ty and I have been doing this for each other for like the past three months. I, what I was saying is that, um, what I, I'm gonna share my screen with you all in just a second, but I'm gonna talk specifically about some forms that you'll need to take care of prior to coming to campus. And since you all are home right now, um, hopefully these things will be a little bit easier for you to get taken care of. Um, so what I want you to, the forms that I want you to get taken care of, um, 
are gonna be the tuberculosis screening form. Um, and I'll show you what that looks like in just a second. We'll need you to take care of the medical history form. Um, and then there are a couple other things, but those are the main two big ones that are really important to get taken care of before you come to campus. And I apologize, my cat is extremely affectionate and really wants to be involved. Um, but Ty, I'm gonna go ahead and share my screen and show you where you can find these documents on our website. Thank you, Amanda. <laughs> okay. Ty, can you give me a thumbs up? Is that showing? Awesome. Okay, so I think the easiest way to get to our website is just to Google Berea College Office of Student Success and Transition. I started this position over the summer and that's what I've been doing. It's super easy. It'll take you where you need to go. So if you've Googled that, you're gonna click into the actual web page. Okay, and you're gonna, this may look familiar to you, um, but you're gonna click down to start your transition and you're gonna scroll down just a little bit to important forms and information. So some of you may have already taken care of this stuff because you probably were getting notifications about it this summer after you committed to come to Bria College. So this is the, just for those of you who haven't taken care of that yet and who are planning on coming to campus. Um, so the two big ones are gonna be the health form and the TB risk assessment. So if you'll click in, it's a PDF. Most computers and most phones actually, you should be able to download that and fill it out. And then there's information for how to submit it on there. Um, and then the TB risk assessment, I really wanna point out that this one may not require you to get any like assistance from a physician or any additional information. It's basically a questionnaire. Um, if you answer yes to any of the questions, you have to do some additional stuff, but a lot of you, if you haven't been traveling out of the country recently, which hopefully you haven't, um, you will just be able to go through that pretty quickly. Um, and then this is something that you probably saw a lot about earlier in the summer, but you will need to submit your photo ID to public safety if you have not yet um, done that. And we have some really handy instructions for you on there as well. Um, it's really important for you to keep an eye on your email as we're sort of heading into the home stretch if you are planning to come to campus. And one thing, um, that you want to keep an eye out for in particular is communication from the labor program because they're going to be having you complete some forms as well so that you're able to get paid once you get here um and you'll also when you come to campus you will need to bring um your birth certificate and your social security card so that you're able to complete your payment paperwork for the labor program. And I know that those are kind of documents that you don't always have really close by on hand. If you've moved, um, your parents might know where they are if you don't. Um, so just a heads up about that so you can sort of get the process on getting those together if you don't know where they are at the moment, but make sure you bring them with you. Um, I think that's all that I have, Ty. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ellie. I really appreciate that. And thank you for doing the screen share. Uh, that is super helpful. And so uh, at this point, we're going to open it up for questions. Feel free to go ahead and post your questions in the chat. 
but also don't feel limited that if you would like to unmute yourself and you feel comfortable doing so, you can do that as well. Um, and so I will go ahead and answer some of these questions that we've gotten. So someone said, I feel like I've done this already. Can you please check for me? This seems so familiar. Uh, yeah, you're probably absolutely right. You probably have done this already. And um, if you email SST, at berea.edu, we will be more than happy to check and make sure if we've got your form on record or not. So uh, if you have any concerns or you're confused if you've done it or not, just go ahead and give us an email and we'll definitely check for you, okay? Uh, another question, because I guess you may have submitted your photo, but you didn't like it. Um, to my knowledge, all of those IDs, we already printed them. Actually, that's like, yes, I know we already printed them. So the likeliness of you being able to resubmit, you could always resubmit, but will that mean it'll be reprinted? No. <laughs> so again, you always have a choice in life, but that doesn't mean that we're gonna still reprint that for you. Wow, so yeah, <laughs> I would just say it's okay. And I'll be honest with you, before today, I would have told you that no one's really going to look at your picture, but we definitely just got an email that told us all <laughs> to have our photo IDs around our neck, on a lanyard, or around our waist. But again, really y'all, no one looks at your picture like that. It's more so just so we know that you are a, a member of Berea College in some capacity. Again, because of safety and awareness, we wanna make sure that we know who's on campus, right? So again, it's all for safety, it's all good. Um, <laughs> okay, so yeah, I'm gonna ask this question, but I'm gonna give this one to Chris. <laughs> so Chris, you're on deck, here you go. Um, this question says, why aren't first years allowed to do online schooling? Yeah, so the answer to that is, I mean, in normal times at Berea College, you're required to, you, we have a residentiality, residential requirement throughout the entire four years. Some students can apply to live off campus for that senior year. And certainly if you go beyond that senior year, you can do that. But uh, residentiality is a, a very important part of the Berea College experience. And we just don't feel comfortable with any first year students not getting the residential experience as part of their first year experience. So essentially we just find it such a valuable part of the experience that we say if you can't get that in your first year then we're happy to have you defer to the second year happy to have you know we will, we'll save that spot for you we want you to come next year in the fall 2021 when hopefully all this has passed us but that's you know that's that's what we're going to say is that you can join us then um because it's such an important part of the experience of being a berea college student so we're just not comfortable letting students uh, get their first year out of the way without that. So uh, we do ask that if you're going to join us as students in the fall 2020 or the spring 2021, that you stay on campus, um, just like we would any student during any year. Um, yeah, so that's the best answer I can give to that is is uh, residentiality is valuable to Berea College. So uh, this is evidence of us placing such high value on that. Thank you, Chris. Uh, so the next question we have is, what do the dorms come with? For example, do they include a dresser, things like that? 
and I'm going to answer your question in a um, challenge and support type way. So yes, <laughs> the dorms do come with a dresser and things of that sort. But also, again, uh, we're encouraging you guys to do the research, right? So all of this information can actually be found online. Uh, Google is your best friend. I know in high school, we always joke like, you shouldn't Google information. No, in college, Google information. We want you to, um, because the information is out there readily available for you. We've worked really hard on our websites. We're making sure that we have pictures for you and we have accurate information there. And so um, if you just Google Berea College Student Life, um, it pulls up their website. You can actually click on the residence halls and see what they are. It talks about what's included in the residence halls. If it's fixed or movable furniture, fixed means not movable, things of that sort. Um, and so that's a really great question. I'm just gonna challenge you guys to give it a Google. It's, it's really great. It's a really great resource. Hannah, did you like to add anything onto that? I think you covered it perfectly. Thank you. Awesome. Okay. Um, Chris, this is coming back to you. <laughs> so, oh, I may actually know this one. I'm kind of shocked, but we'll see. Okay. So I, so I ended up finishing my associate's degree during the last semester at a community college. Who do I send my updated transcript to? You just send that to the registrar office and we'll get you taken care of. Super proud of myself for knowing that. Yeah. Ellie's got some additional information for you. <laughs> just put this in the chat but you can have it mailed um directly it has to be from your institution so if you did it at a community college it would need to come from that school to the office of the registrar thank you so much um y'all are asking really great questions so i'm glad that we did this someone said so i actually left august 17th because of a surgery date got moved up is the corona test the only thing that i will need to do again i think that's for you Collis. Sure. So um, it depends, I guess, if the, if the medical forms and all those things were completed in the I-9, then it would be housing and also the test. So I think the test would be, um, I'm assuming registration and all that you all, uh, Todd, you're, you know, Dr. Lakes, all of you all would take care of that. Um, so yes, that's all I can think of. I'm sure labor will get them assigned as well. Yeah, so you're in good hands. Uh, Hannah, so this is housing related. Um, so for the one guest rule, does that mean that both my roommate and myself can invite one person over at the same time? Or is it literally just like one guest in the room? Period. <laughs> it is literally one guest in the room, period. So your roommate doesn't count, but then there's, uh, so so if you have a roommate, you know, you could invite invite a third person over, uh, but, but not four, just three. That answers it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Thanks for going along with my period. I don't know why that was. Yeah. Um, okay. And then this is the last question I see. But again, if you guys have some questions, please uh, let us know. So this question says, how does dual credit work? Ellie, do you want to answer this one? Um, I can. Yeah. So it would be like if you, for example, did dual credit. Um, at a community college while you were in high school, you could still submit the transcript for those credits um, and it would be evaluated by the registrar's office. Um, if you have like, I, this is just kind of a blanket for everyone, but if you have more specific questions that you think of later or you don't feel like sharing them in a public space, you can email sst at berea.edu. I'll put that in the chat and we monitor that. I check it several times a day, um, but we can make sure we assist you and send you the appropriate links and that sort of thing. Thank you. And that 
I'm gonna jump ahead to a question that I just got randomly, uh, but it says, how can I ensure that the dual credits that I have taken are accounted for? It seems like they have gone to waste or may go to waste. Um, that's a really great question. And I'm gonna to toss that over to Chris. I will assure you that your credits don't go to waste. They just look differently because of how Berea College does our credits and what we call perspectives versus like major courses and things of that sort. So over to you, Chris. Yeah, I would actually have that. I'd be interested in whoever asked that question, just send me an email and let's talk about it because none of those go to waste. Um, they may not They may not count for something in terms of a perspective or general education or your major, but they would certainly go towards graduation. You have to have 20 credits outside of your major as a student to graduate from Berea. So um, our registrar's office does a pretty thorough analysis of all of those credits that you've taken to determine what, you know, what counts for what, uh, what credits you've earned and things like that. So I, I can't think of anything absolutely going to waste, but if you think that there are some things that aren't showing up, um, let me know and we'll, I can look in Banner, which is our document and our whole infrastructure system. I can take a look in Banner and make sure that you've got all the credits you need and that we've got you taken care of. I don't want anything to go to waste. And if something's not there, I can either find it or we can kind of explain to you how it's being counted. Thank you so much. And we did just post his email address in the chat as well. Um, I have a quick question. Yeah. If that's good to ask. Um, it's kind of long, so I didn't want to type it. Um, <laughs> So having to do, so I'm a little bit nervous about coming to campus as a freshman and just, I'm from Oregon. And so I don't actually know anyone even close to Berea. Um, and I'm really excited to make new friends and everything. Um, but I was just wondering if you know what the experience has been like for freshmen who don't know very many people and social distancing. Yes, I'm so excited to answer this question. And then I think <laughs> also wanted to say something because I saw you lit up as well. Um, so we have students that come from all over, which is like my favorite thing because I'm also not from Kentucky, I'm from Texas. And okay. so I understand whenever we are, go to new places, right? Like it can be scary not knowing someone. But a lot of our students come from places that are far outside of the Appalachian region itself. And so you would definitely not be alone. Also, like it's a familiar, like familial type of environment. So I don't know if it's like going to be comparable to Oregon, but definitely like Southern hospitality is a vibe here. Like people are definitely going to speak to you. You're always going to feel like you know someone whenever you walk in campus. And because we're a small campus too, like there's only about 900 students on campus right now. And I don't really see that number increasing. It may actually decrease in the spring, who knows? And so it's really fun. I feel like you always walk past someone and you feel like you have a familiar face, even though you can only see <laughs> this far up, but it's fine. It's so fun. Um, and you still have a social life. Like, I don't want y'all to think that you are like trapped in your room because you're not, but it's just the opportunities where you get to eat lunch or dinner and have your meal times, right? Like you can still hang out with people even though it's not your own meal time. And you can still meet out on the quad, which is like in the middle of campus in a green, grassy, beautiful area and sit underneath the trees if you wanted to, socially distanced. And so you would not be alone, Sabine. I promise you, you make it on campus in the spring, I will find you and be like, hey girl, like, let's pick it. Like, we will have a good time. The family here is amazing. It's a wonderful dynamic. Uh, Hannah, did you want to say something to that? No. <laughs> 
Well, I hope that answered your question, Sabine. And I'm going to, good. I'm going to tag you, Hannah, because there was two questions that I want to make sure I didn't overlook them because they were definitely housing related. (laughs) Okay, so the first question was, um, is there a housing questionnaire that we can answer that will pair us with the best possible roommate? And then the second question to that is, since we don't get to pick our roommate, will there be able to change if need be? Okay, yeah, thank you for those questions, Ty. Um, yes, so the the question about pairing with a roommate based on a questionnaire, we, we do have a few questions that we ask, um, and, they're, and they're ones that I would say are, are fairly important. Um, you know, am I, are you a late night person? Are you an early morning person? Those, you know, you wanna be paired with somebody who's roughly on the same schedule. Um, and, and so those questions, um, the, I believe there are, there were, you should have already completed them, is my understanding, they would have been through the orientation portal. Um, and that turns into an application. And yes, uh, we have an amazing database that'll pair you um, within the community that you're assigned with the person that, that best matches. Um, but that obviously is not perfect. You know, it's based on a few questions. So um, I, I wouldn't expect to be paired with somebody that looks and talks and sounds just like you. You're gonna be paired with another human being with a whole personality. Um, and so that, that another person with a whole personality part is the part that I think is really wonderful. Um, when you come to college, it's an opportunity to really get to know people outside of the sphere, you know, that, that you grew up in. And, and I think that we offer that here. Um, you're going to get to rub shoulders with people from all around the world and all, you know, all across the United States um, in this really wonderful community. Um, and so I think that the roommate, uh, the roommate opportunity is really just a chance to get to know somebody really closely um, who you may not have picked for yourself but I promise it like it will help you grow um, and it will it will be in the long run five years from now you'll, you'll be able to look back and say yeah like that was that was good that helped me grow um, and we are here to help you all along the way um, we do not have a room change period at this time through COVID to mitigate risk. So in a typical year, um, you would be able to request a change um, within a certain you know, set of dates. That is not the case um, this semester. So who you're paired with is who you will be living with for the semester. Um, but our, our staff is here to kind of help facilitate that relationship. Um, we do what's called a roommate agreement at the beginning of the semester, um, that just kind of helps lay some ground rules for your relationship with your roommate and how to kind of respect each other and each other's boundaries in the room. So hopefully that's helpful. All right, I think that's all that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, someone asked about our classes currently online or in person, um, both. <laughs> so, and the reason that is, is because our professors, our faculty who are teaching classes, they were given the option because again, we care about everyone's safety, about if they felt comfortable teaching their courses in person. And so of course you have mixed emotions. Some of them said yes, some of them said no, I prefer to teach it online, um, which has also been really cool. So you have the opportunity to take in-person courses as well as some of your courses will be online. Um, how it worked out this term, I think it was like, everyone had two classes that were in person and then one or two depending on how many they were registered for credit wise would be online uh but we did some really cool things so i don't want to discourage you because in the middle of the semester 
again, we're always trying to make sure that we can do things socially distanced and in a safe manner. But in the middle of the semester, they offered for people who were doing virtual classes, if we wanted to meet in person, we have like three designated spaces on campus that are like X designated, socially distanced. And so like, we were able to do that. I did that with my class. And it was like a really cool experience where we met in person for the first time. And I was like, oh my God, Angela, what's up? Like, so it went from me seeing you <laughs> virtually to like seeing you on the quad. Um, and so you're gonna have a lot of just like, wow moments, I promise you. Uh, and like Hannah said, like, when you're here, it is truly a wonderful, incredible experience to meet other people. The opportunity to do so is what college is about. This can be the most transformative for however many years of your life that you want it to be. So um, I hope that answered your question. And y'all are asking some really, really great questions. Y'all are asking Hannah some really great questions. So here we go. <laughs> Um, I had already been assigned a roommate, but chose at the last minute to not attend campus this semester. They did not receive a roommate this semester. Is there any way that I could still be paired with them? I think, I think the answer to that question is we can't really guarantee it at this point. Um, yeah, I, I think we would probably realistically be pairing you with somebody else who is coming in, um, if at all possible same start date as you would be ideal for, from our perspective. Yeah. And then this is another, uh, but this is gender inclusive housing specific. They said they applied and they got in for the fall semester, but since they didn't come, are they able to reapply for the spring or will they need to wait till fall 2021? You know, you can absolutely reapply. And I actually, I don't even think if you have already completed an application, um, it is my understanding that we can still honor that application. You would just need to uh, let us know that you are still interested, you know, that we need to kind of uh, relook at your application from there. Awesome. Uh, and there was one more question. You said it was a personal question, so I didn't know if maybe we, one of us privately responded to you, but I'll ask it. Okay. I'll, I'll say it as a general, just in case someone else has the same question, but if you're having problems confirming on whether or not we received your transcript, um, our office can definitely help with that, but also the registrar's office. Um, so just reach out. I know sometimes it's easier just to reach out to the people who you're familiar with, and we recognize that that's us, right? So sst at berea.edu. We definitely do not mind being an advocate for you to make sure that we've got all the forms that you need so that you can get here. Um, so we are, we are on your team. We're on your side, I promise you. I know sometimes it feels like we're against you, but we're really not. <laughs> we play for the same team. It just looks very different at different levels. <laughs> um, so with that, um, I have one more question. Say, <laughs> are there any more questions? Yes, girl. Awesome. Okay, so this is kind of a weird question. Um, I have been living um by myself for the past with like roommates went out for the past four years so i'll actually be coming i'm gonna be 21 coming into um my freshman year i've been taking community college classes and whatnot but my question is is about cooking and whatnot i'm someone who i do like i know that there's um uh like they got cafeteria and stuff but i saw that in the in on campus there's like kitchens in the dorms and stuff and I was wondering how accessible those are or how often people use them. Like, is it okay to put your food in the fridge? And like, is it okay to use that space? And that kind of, that's the yeah, question. Over to you, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 
That's a great question. So we have uh, signups for the kitchen. Um, so yes, yes, you are absolutely able to access the kitchen. Uh, you just have to think ahead a little bit. Like you've got a plan, you've got to sign up 24 hours in advance. Um, and you sign up for your slot and the kitchen is yours during that time. Um, and uh, we do, just so you know, fridge-wise, there is a fridge and, you know, a quick trip to the fridge, you don't have to sign up for that, or like a quick trip to pop your popcorn in the microwave, you don't have to sign up for that. Um, but if you plan on cooking a meal, that's whenever you're signing up for cooking. Um, but also, uh, we also, in first-year halls, um, do provide uh, a mini fridge in your room as well. So that's kind of a, a bonus there that uh, hopefully you have great access to refrigeration and, yeah, all the snacks you need when you can't make it to food service or something like that that day. That's a good question. And then there's a, a really great last question I think to end on. Um, so I will try to give this as much justice as possible. And Ellie, please feel free to chime in if I leave anything out. Um, but the question is, will there be a session A and B for spring 2021? The answer in short is yes, that is currently the plan. My extra Thai personality answer for you is this. <laughs> Reach out to your peers who are here already and genuinely ask them, right? So ask them what it's been like for them on campus. What is it like that we are currently in our finals week and that ends Friday of term A and then we turn around immediately on Monday and start term B. Um, because I think they can offer you some true insight because again, we are not students right now. And so we are all experiencing pandemic stress and things like that on a different level. But I recognize that as a student, you're working some of you guys for the first time or um, you're having to balance online and in-person classes and make sure that you don't procrastinate because seven week terms are a lot shorter than I think all of us thought they would be. Like even as a staff member, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's <laughs> finals week, what? Um, and so the reason I say that is ask them because they can give you some good pro tips, right? Like they just did it, they're about to do it. And I think that's really exciting. And so it's really so much to encourage yourself not to be discouraged because I know that it can seem scary, but you guys were all chosen to come to Berea College because we saw something in you, regardless of a pandemic or not. And so we know that you're academically sound and able to be here and to thrive. And it's no secret, like we are gonna support you every step of the way and we're rooting for you. We have counseling services here for your mental health. We have the rec center open, which is really, really great. I use it personally as well. You sign up for a time. And I know that kind of seems ridiculous to sign up for times, but again, y'all, it's just making sure that we have the right amount of people in a space so that we can make sure we're following guidelines. It's all in the scope of just keeping you safe. And so if you are feeling lonely, like we have people to talk to, if you feel like you just need a crack jokes with people like you can just find students all the time out and about like literally just living their best lives like it's not some type of boring type of environment here contrary to popular belief or whatever the case may be um it really is a fun time on campus right now and i strongly believe that you guys can be successful uh, but you have to want to be here and i think that is what i would like to leave you off on is knowing that at the end of the day, we hosted this for you guys so that you can make an informed decision, right? Because I would truly hate for you to get here 
and this be something that you thought you could handle or you maybe just aren't giving it your best that you know you could and then you decide that you want to leave and there's nothing wrong with leaving but i want to make sure that if you want to be here that you get the opportunity to be here and that you get the support that you need while you're here and that this can be the best experience that you make it because no matter how much chris ellie hannah collis and myself want you to succeed and to be successful here we can't do it for you right you have to want it for yourself um so with that thank you all for coming i think this has been really great and Y'all, it was so good to see your faces and to hear your voices and to read your messages in the chats. We are so excited to either see some of you guys this spring or to see you guys in fall 2021. And just know that whatever decision you decide to make, we support it. Whatever decision, we support your decision. That's why we hosted this so that you can be informed and make the best decision for yourself. Um, so with that, thank you all. You have a wonderful night and we look forward to hearing from you guys. Bye.